Hello, everybody. This is episode number 54 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Uh, I had it all planned out what I was going to say to start off this little intro here, but I just watched 15 to 20 different live videos of Limp Biscuit playing break stuff, and I completely forgot what I was going to say. So I'm just going to let you guys know that this is the first in-person interview since COVID, and I couldn't be happier that it was one of my good friends, Trevor Champino. He is an avid music enthusiast. He is the pop punk prince in Denver. Uh, I coined that term and gave him that title. But first in-person interview, really good friend, super good dude, super knowledgeable on music and all that shit. And uh, I had a wonderful time getting to sit down and talk to him. So, uh, yeah, this is episode number 54 of the Don't Start a Band podcast with Trevor Champino. Cue the music. Mr. Trevor. Hey, Jake. You are the first in-person guest I've had since uh, the whole thing, you know? Right. You know what thing I'm talking about. The bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we're not going to talk about that, okay. but Sounds good. how do you say <laughs> your last name? Champino. Champino? Yeah. Okay. Because I've said like... Champino. Champino, I think is Anything usually works. where I've said it. My favorite one. Someone said champ penis, and I was like, sure. The champion penis? <laughs> Just champ penis. It's better than penis champ. Um, does, has anyone ever, like, tried to get super creative with it and be like, champano? Not to my knowledge. No. Usually it's just champino. And I'm like, mm, close enough. So, I yeah. feel you. Yeah, no. Well, Trevor well, Champino. I'm excited the, to be here. <laughs> you are? Mm-hmm. Why did it take you so long to get on here? I don't know. I felt like I reached out and I never got anything back, but that might be just me being neglectful too to my phone. It's hard. It's hard keeping up with people and uh, keeping up with messages. I used to get really irritated about it until semi-recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think on my phone I have about 112 unread texts. Yeah. I think the only time I ever did that was like if group messages and then I had turned them off and even then it there's, wasn't anything important. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple people where they see it and they go, Jesus, that gives me anxiety. Yeah. And I go, yeah, it does for me too. But there's not like a, I don't think they have a feature in iPhones. It's like mark all is red. They may. I don't know. I don't do my research. I hate my iPhone. I have to get another one again. You don't like technology? I don't. No, not that Why do you hate to... technology? <laughs> Didn't say that. Is it because you're paranoid that the government is watching you? No, they have birds for that. Dude, that was my favorite, favorite fucking meme when the whole pandemic started. It was like, COVID-19 is fake. Because they have to change the batteries yeah. on the birds? <laughs> I thought that was like my favorite meme of like all time in COVID. Are we sideways for you, by the way? Peoples listening? Yeah, tell us if we're sideways. You know, I mean, Even if it is, you can turn your phone. Yeah. Uh, for those of you just listening, we're talking to the Instagram live people. Got it. So um, why don't you 
Tell everybody about yourself. My name's Trevor Champano. I've been the quote like the like pop book. punk kid, I guess. Um, like I've go to a lot of shows, like a lot of shows, and I feel like people know me pretty well because I'm a very friendly guy and I like to say what's up to everybody. Absolutely. And yeah. So I feel like that's how we met. Oh yeah, it is how we met. Warp tour. Do you remember the band that we met at? Was it Set Your Goals or was it Warner Years? Or was it neither? <laughs> it was either. I thought it was Four Years Strong, they but now been. that you say it, I think it was Set Your Goals. I have a weird memory for shit, so don't get weirded out by this. No. But I remember we were like over at the Monster stage. You know, mm-hmm. you remember where they used to put that in Invesco? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were over at the Monster stage, which I feel like. I definitely saw Set Your Goals play on that stage. I don't but know. It might have been that one. That was forever ago. Pop quiz. Do you know what year that was? No. I want to say probably 2011? 2010. I was, I was pretty close. That was the first time we met. Wow. 11 years? Yeah. That. Oh, <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. It does not feel that long. It does long. not feel that long. And the funny thing is... Uh, for people who don't know. So Trevor and I met at that warp tour in 2010, but it wasn't until three years later we were at a seventh circle. Real Friends was playing. Oh. It was like Real Friends mixtapes. Forever came calling. And Forever came calling. And that was the first time we actually asked each other. I think you might have said it first. You were like, hey. I can't remember what your name is. And I was like, I don't know what your name is either. (laughs) And then like ever since then, after that, we started embracing every time we saw each other. Heck yeah. Um, So yeah, we've known each other since 2010. It is 2021. And I mean, for the longest time, we just saw each other at every pop punk show. Yep. Did you already say that you're... uh, Famous for your crowd surfing? No, I do that a lot, a lot. I think I'm in retirement now. Sadly, I cracked my skull open a couple of years back. That's right. Um, crowd was, surfing, right? Yep, crowd surfing. Oh, well, actually, that was more a stage dive, but um, did that during, it was the Movement Boston Manor Tour. Um, okay, sideways. Yeah, okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, so I did that. No one caught me. Cracked my skull open. I was like, mm, probably Those should stop. motherfuckers. It was, everyone else was doing it. I was like, oh, I should get away with this. Nope. I don't get it. <sighs> did I ever tell you that I was watching that Trophy Eyes documentary one time that they had on YouTube and I saw you? Like <gasps> they had a clip from what? like them playing at the summit. Yeah. And I saw you crowd surfing in it. I need to watch that then. That's exciting. I didn't tell you about that? No. Oh, my God. I was fucking stoked when I saw so that. That's so cool. I need to watch that now just so I can clip it and be like, hey, that's me. Definitely. I love eyes. Miss them. Well, that's... Have you listened to the lead singer's uh, uh, like the, solo thing? Well, isn't it, it was Little Brother and now it's just his name, isn't it? Yeah. Like John, John Fogel or Fogley yeah. or something like, something like that. I know it's... There's a song on there. I can't remember. I think it's called Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, the Ohio one. Oh my yeah. god, that is such an amazing song. I think my buddy has. I'd rather die on the plane ride home than disappoint you in the years to come. <sighs> yeah, he's a great songwriter. Yes, I was like I'm like glad that he's doing both things. I haven't heard anything from Trophy Eyes lately, but yeah, 
still I mean, we haven't heard a lot of things from a lot of bands yeah i mean i can attest to the fact that like during covid everyone was like well do we put out an album right and stuff like that because the thing is is you like you put out an ep or an album you do a release show and mm-hmm. then you just play a shit ton of shows to promote that thing but it's like we can't play shows for a little while there we couldn't get all in the same room right so it they was kind those, of all those like virtual concerts and whatnot yeah not which necessarily for like you know um you know shows like or ep releases or whatever but like people would be like hey Come watch our band live on the computer. Yeah. Which, I mean, good on those bands for doing that. I tried to uh, start going live a little bit, but I don't know. Going going live without, like, a defined purpose. Like, a lot of bands, they'd set up the mics and, like, do all this shit, put production mm-hmm. in it, make it a whole thing. But just, like, going live in your basement sometimes is feels a little self-indulgent. But, yeah, I mean... I'm glad to see bands like it almost feels like all these bands are getting back together. Right. You know what I mean? Like they all broke up for a little bit and are getting back together. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, how did you get into music? Do you remember like when you what actually like sparked my music like yeah. phenomenon? Well, another question I had was like, what was the artist or band that was like the first one that you were like, this is my shit. Like my parents didn't show me this or a sibling didn't show me this. The like this is mine. thing that I ever actually, I knew there was like, quote, like harder rock and I had to be maybe, it was weird. I had like, a, without like the neighbor kids, like introducing me to whatever. I feel like the first band that I sought out to myself was Metallica. Oh, okay. And like Kill Em All. I remember was, was not like, expecting that. Right? No, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, because I had like, I remember my, like, so Metallica's Kill Em All was the first CD I ever bought myself. Yeah. Then that was, like, what I feel like sort of shaped where I started to go for them. Because um, then I started listening to a lot of, like, you know, the 80s metal, like Iron Maiden and yeah. Judas Priest and so on and so forth. Um, but I remember, like, my mom got me a CD for Christmas one year, and it was the greatest hits of <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> but it was, so it was... Uh, nice. It was uh, Jazzy Jeff. Will Smith. Okay. Or whatever he called himself. And I was like, cool. (laughs) So it kind of went two different ways there. Is that why you kind of love the Jonas Brothers? Is it the Jonas Brothers or One Direction? I love One Direction. Okay. I was like, I love the Jonas Brothers I knew it was one of those. I I was like, I do love the Jonas Brothers too, but I have that personal quarrel I have with Joe Jonas. What's the personal quarrel? So he has that uh, side project dance or DNCE, that Cake by the Ocean song. Anyway, I haven't I, heard it. I'm sure you have. At, it was probably a big, it was a big summer song back in like I want to say 2017 or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I went to go see them at the summit, and I decided to crowd surf. <laughs> the fans and the band were not, not having down it. For it. Yeah. So they kicked me out, and Joe Jonas made like a personal tweet towards me, like he subtweeted me. Damn. And it was the best thing because at that time, it was when Cash Me Outside was still a thing, too. So I actually don't even know when that was. It had to be five years ago. It is not fair help. I mean, like... I don't know. She had a viral moment, but the fact... Have you ever checked out her music? Gucci flip-flops. Is it good? No. I didn't think it would be. (laughs) And then... She has an OnlyFans, you know? Yeah, which I think is 
horrific that so many people subscribed, apparently, in the first day she turned 18. I didn't even know. Yeah, I found out later, and I was just like, no. So, yeah. So, anyway, Jonah Jonas threw me out, and I was just like, cool. I remember that I tried to fight Joe Jonas, and I was like, I really wish I went to the Jonas Brother concerts at the Red Rocks, so I just bombed the stage and sucker punched him. Yeah. I didn't, but that would have been really tight. I will pay. Until the big-ass security (laughs) guard fucking tackles you and... Yeah, but that would still be funny as hell. Something, another story You'd be the guy that punched a Jonas Brother. (laughs) Also, I think it's the funniest thing that one of their biggest songs, Year 3000, isn't even by them. Who's it by? A, ba- a UK band called Busted. Oh, I remember Busted. And they're now called Mick Busted because they okay. formed a super group of Busted and another UK band called McFly. So they okay. became Mick Busted. I remember I had that CD back in the Dizzy too. I still have both of their CDs. It was like, the one I had was like... It was like all red and black mm-hmm. on the front. Because um, that's similar to what Jonas Brothers, It's About Time. Oh, okay. Like their very first CD. Did you know that Bowling for Soup didn't write 1985? I did not know that. There's a band from the UK that wrote it and put it out and it didn't do shit. And then I I can't remember the story of like how they got connected. Um, but yeah, then they kind of let Bowling for Soup put it out, and it turned into that. I used to be a huge Bowling for Soup fan. I, I like them. I was like, maybe not as much as you, but I think they're still I fun. used to go to a few of their shows. I don't think I've ever seen them live. I might have once. I don't remember. So. Yes. Metallica, 80s metal bands. Oh, yeah. So And then, then Will Smith. Yeah. So I was just like, um, but then I started getting into... Like, I remember Newfound Glory and Blink-182 were definitely one of the first bands that I sought to as well. I don't remember how I even stumbled upon them. I want to say they were probably on a video game soundtrack at one point. Could not tell you what game offhand, um, but I know, I feel like playing video games with the soundtracks on there is what probably got my music taste to, like, start wherever, and then... Like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Definitely Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like, the first one, like... I remember... That's Gold, how I Gold, found out yeah. about, like, Rage Against the Machine, yep. Goldfinger. And I was like, I feel like that. Melancholin. Um, uh, what is... I can't think of the song type. Oh, well. What is that... Uh, what is... CKY? And then... What's the band that does the... That's CKY. Is it CKY? I thought it was... Bitter Beans. That's what the song is called. Okay. Anyway... But yeah, so I feel like those were definitely whatever. But then I got, I went all over the spectrum. Like I yeah. never, like my parents listened to country. So I think that's why I got Metallica. Cause I knew it was a hard rock CD yeah. where my, my mom was listening or my mom was listening, you know, like, um, you know, Shania Twain and my dad was Keith Urban and Garth Brooks and stuff like that. And I was like, I hate this music. <laughs> I, I was like, I hate it. Everybody's got their thing. And I was just know? like, and I was like, I think this is why I'm gonna choose this so I can try to annoy them as much as I can. And that makes I, sense. Yeah. So I was like, playing loud, obnoxious music. Mine was uh, Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys. The I Five like, Burrows. Nice. Uh, I can't remember. I was like, I did get really into the Beastie Boys. I still am. I love the Beastie I love Boys. The Beastie Boys. Um. But yeah, I remember because like, I know that my dad had said, because my dad was like big into hip hop. Can you read that? No, I cannot read that. (laughs) 
Read it to me. Um, Bowling for Soup was tight. Bowling for Soup was tight. They probably... Did you know... They covered Cece's mom. Well, yeah, because okay. people used to show up to the show and they would yell out Stacy's mom because people thought they wrote it. Got so it. they just learned it. But what I was going to say is the lead singer of Bowling for Soup is the voice of the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. Yeah. Wow. Mind blown. That's... I heard Wait, it on... like the new one or like the all of them? Like the reamped one where it was like that little cute cartoon mouse or like the I would assume it's one. the re revamped one. Like the new commercial, if you were to see a new commercial for Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. That's it. him. That's um, so cool. Yeah. He did a, like a whole interview on uh, lead singer syndrome uh, with the dude from Silverstein. Got it. Uh, so Blink-182, Newfound Glory. I'm... I'm stuck on the pop punk part because that is what I know you as the gotcha. pop punk prince, and that <laughs> maybe that's what I'll like subtitle or whatever this episode as gotcha. the, the pop punk prince because okay. those are the shows I used to yeah, see. Yeah, no, at. like I like, I and then I started getting into hardcore, and I feel like then I ran into you at those shows, and you were like. Oh, welcome to the fucking party. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I did, I do, I still love pop punk. I feel like pop punk is definitely heading more towards the more poppy side now, which really bums me out a little is bit. Is it coming out of the emo? Because, like, that's when I stopped, like, really listening to it was, so like, I guess Grayscale. It, yeah, see, Grayscale is still, I feel like Grayscale would be, like, I don't like them a lot. I've seen them a bunch. I yeah. just, like, I just never personally got into them myself. But I feel like they're still, like, one of the bands that would be considered a pop-punk band. Whereas, like, um, State Champs, I was like, love them to death. But I was like, I feel like they're, they're definitely... Poppy as hell. They're getting more poppy. Yeah. And I still think it sounds good, but there's just not... They're not, like, the pop-punk category. Like, All Time Lows putting out new stuff still, and that's definitely way more poppy. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to... I was like, I just heard a new single from Between You and Me. And I was like, cool, because they had, a like, their first LP that they came out with heavy hitter super like easy core sort of vibes where yeah. it's like the chunky like you know yeah like do, chunk do, no captain yeah. chunk Dude's, me versus hero and, yeah and then i'll get that second because chunk oh my god chunk put out a new album this year i haven't heard it oh my god it is definitely one of the best albums they've like actually ever written yeah ever. it is so good i was blown away i don't think i've heard anything from them since that album that had in friends we trust on it. That was their very first one in like 2010 or 11 or yeah, something. Yeah, dude, like that. I don't keep up on shit. No, it's okay. And the older <laughs> I get, the more I start to like older music. And that's fine. You're just old. I'm just kidding. For anybody who doesn't already know, I enjoy Oasis. You love Oasis. I Not even fucking. I was like, enjoy is an understatement. You, you love they Oasis. They fucking changed my life. Okay. And that's okay. I just want to start calling you. Parker. I can't. I was like, I want to start calling you Parker Cannon. No, no, I will not stand for that because I started fucking getting into that. Oh, I know. I before, know. I know. Before fucking I Parker know. Cannon, and I had beef with that when they fucking came out with Upside Down in that video. Oh my God. And he like, I think he posted like a. He yeah, posted, no. like, a picture where he was, like, definitely trying to look like mm. Liam Gallagher. Mm. And I was like, no, no, yep. no. And then, <laughs> yeah, the the last time I saw them was at the Summit. And the whole show, he didn't take the mic off the stand. Yeah. I'm like, Dude. that's not why I go to see this story so far. I know. That bums me out. because I, I think they he did. played bongos, too. 
He probably did. I don't know. I I fell off on the story so far. I did not listen to that album with Upside Down at all because I didn't care. I didn't like their self-titled. Yeah. I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll cycle through as many topics as we can or as many bands as we can. Um, but just like, I didn't think anything after their. I didn't even like their self-titled album. So that was the one with like navy blue on it. Um, what was the one? I was the like, one with the face and things the we can't change. Roots. Yeah, yeah. I was like that one was still good because that was still pop punk. Yeah, I still love Under Soil and Dirt. I still jam that super hard. Yeah, um, their um, their EP, their EP with Snyder Street on it. Yeah, and yeah, I was like cool. And then their their split with Maker. Um, yeah, no. So I was like, I'll still listen to everything super like pop punk. But when it's yeah. like when I like I appreciate new bands trying these new things, but it just doesn't work. Like uh, another big one, um, Neck Deep. No, I was like, I still like Neck Deep, actually. Um, I know they did still go to the poppier side, but I feel like it worked for them. Yeah. I was like, I know... That makes sense. I was like, there are bands where I feel like it does and it does work, and it, you know, it's a personal opinion, blah, blah, blah. That whole slip neck thing they did was that fucking tight. It's tight, and they've done that for like years. Like, they do it like once every Halloween, they'll probably yeah. do it again But like that year. live stream they did where they were like, you know, neck deep, and then they played like Wait and Bleed or whatever... Yeah, I think it's super tight when they do that. They're Um, extremely talented. I just, for some reason, after uh, Life's Not Out to Get You, I was just like, "Mm." and I wasn't even a huge fan of Life's Not Out to Get You. I liked that one. But Um, I fucking loved those first two EPs. mm -hmm. Yeah, Rain in July and, uh, oh God, I I can't remember what the other one is. Bad Decisions. Yep, that's what it is. My knowledge is pretty spot on right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so like, there were just these bands. Oh yeah, I was going to say Waster, which is like it was like Neck Deep Junior, but honestly, because they sounded yeah. they sounded I just like that. Neck Deep. And then they came out with their first LP, uh, Red Green and In Between, and I was like, this is awesome. And then they did another one after that. I think it was called Identity Crisis. Yeah, and that was like super poppy. And like the singer, feel like I felt like the singer changed like completely. Like they replaced him, and I found out it was the same dude. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, this does not sound like the same guy at all," and I hate this. And then they came out with another album or EP or something like that, and I was like, "This sucks," and I was like, "I'm done." I feel like a lot of bands do that. They'll come out as like a copycat of another band, and then evolve into what's actually natural for them or whatever. You know? Right. I don't know. It's and here's the thing too is like I want to say that like that they come out as a copycat or whatever. But at the same time, like people's tastes and like music they write changes so much. So like maybe they were like super into that kind of music and then transitioned, you know what I mean? Like the story so far did, but I feel like the biggest Parker. (laughs) I know for sure. Cause I was like, no, everybody's going to think that the only reason I like Oasis is because of that motherfucker. (laughs) Um, I was like another one that just actually happens to be like the the jacket I'm wearing hundredth complete 180. They went from melodic hardcore to yeah. shoegaze. Really? I I don't know if you would consider it shoegaze, but that's the easiest way I can describe it because I know there's you know subgenres and blah blah yeah. blah. Um, Remember like, when you told me that uh, Turnover's Peripheral Vision reminded you of Title Fight's Hyperview? Yeah. And I didn't listen to Peripheral Vision for like six months after it came out because I was like, I hated Hyperview. Does it not still though? 
No, it doesn't. It's um, like ten times better well, than I, hyper. I, I, I think so too. I love like peripheral, peripheral vision. vision should have been like a fucking top ten hit in the world. I mean, I love it. It's an incredible album. It's incredible. <laughs> I get really passionate about my music. Okay? I was like, no, I, I love Turnover, but I feel like that's like, I feel like that's how Hyperview sounded too, like in that sh- like that shoegaze category, and that, and that's the only reason I know how to like describe yeah. it. I know there's technically like a subgenre and blah blah blah, but I yeah. don't know like the words and the categories, so I didn't learn about it. So I just typically just say shoegaze because that's what it is—just loud, looking down at their shoes and just lots of effects and lots, lots of reverb of and chorus. Yeah, and the hundredth has like almost all like keyboards and synths and pianos now so and i'm just like oh change the name because you guys are not 100th anymore yeah like it's not bad but it's just not the same the last time i like really listened to them is when they were going on tours with like for the fallen dreams and all those bands that was god knows how long ago i know dude that was many gray hairs ago dude speaking of gray I noticed that, and I was, like, about to say something, but then I was like, what if he's super self-conscious about it? I am super self-conscious, but it's not even, like, technically, like, I'm actually going gray. So be fucking nice. No, I have a... Don't say any shit to uh, the people on Instagram Live. I was like, I got vitiligo, so I'm losing my skin pigmentation, so it changes my hair color, too. That's why my my eyebrow's white, too, like that part right there. You just develop that, like it just yeah, hits it's, you. Yeah, it's like a genetic thing, but it only oh, okay. it, like as when you get Rears older, its head. it gets more that way. And I'm just yeah. like, cool. So yeah, so I got like white chin hairs, and it looks like I'm balding, but they're just they're straight white. It's the craziest yeah. thing. And that's well, because the first I saw of it was like off to the side, and I thought like I thought it was like a patch that wasn't like, growing. And uh-huh. I was like, is there a scar there or mm-hmm. something? No, it's like all of it. I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Since the start of COVID, I I think that's why too. COVID probably probably stressed me the fuck out. Um, I had started cutting my own hair because I was like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna like. Anybody who knows me knows that I care about my hair a lot. A lot. <laughs> I, you know, I love my hair. Um, but yeah, I was like, there's no fucking way. So what I did was I just Googled pictures of Noel Gallagher and my, <laughs> I know, dude, my favorite hairstyle of his. And then I fucking YouTubed, watched a couple of YouTube videos. You, and then you YouTubed on yeah. how to cut your own hair. Yeah, dude. Well, no, I didn't even watch, like, how to cut your own hair. (laughs) I watched just, like, how to cut hair and how to cut in this style or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I started noticing, like, especially on the sides, when I cut my hair, holy fucking salt and pepper shit. It's insane. It's okay. But, uh... Nothing you can really do about it unless you want to, you know... The girls love it, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I got like Santa vibes. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I am like vain enough where if it like really starts going crazy, I'm probably going to diet. Fair. I can't, I uh, can't do that. You Fair know? enough. Um, I was wondering how you got to know some of the bands that you're friends with, like Seaway and Real Friends. Oh, side note, real quick before we get into yeah. that. What do you think of the dude from Youth Fountain singing for Real Friends now? So I think they're doing a wonderful job, like 
putting like those new singles that yeah. EP that just dropped or is about to drop. I can't remember if it did come out or not. I think it's awesome. Um, I love Youth Fountain too. When he I Youth, think it's, I think it's or sorry. Well, you just put out Scavenger and then uh, yeah, I forget what the first single is called. I listened to um, it a thousand. But times. yeah, so I think it's Cody. I think is his name. That yeah, are, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I think he's doing an awesome job standing in for Dan or, you know, taking the place of Dan. Um, I just think it's not real friends anymore. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's very similar. I just feel like it, Dan did a real good job with his voice shaping the way of the band. Yeah. And I've heard them playing live so far. Like, I've seen them post their Instagram videos and, you know, people going to see them for the uh, Pure Noise tour that's going on right now. And I think it's awesome, but I just don't think it's the same. Yeah, um, but I was like, I'm still stoked. I'm still bands going. can't stay the same, man. I realize that, but I would You're like them the to. <laughs> I know, I know. I was I like, know. I miss the times. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, no. Like, I'm super excited to go see them when they come in late October. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that whole tour. I'm very excited to see. Somebody told me on. Uh, I was doing one of my like little solo cast recently can you read that comment for yeah, me yeah. um i was doing one good of my so sure. huh good air for sure hell yeah <laughs> thanks john from, vela from john Vella. uh <laughs> speaking of which everybody should go and check out his band uh minimalist it's spelled that a local band huh isn't that local a local band minimalist yeah. that's oh. who that is john oh, vela got it, yeah got it got it it's minimalist, uh, and when you look it up, just take out the vowels, the, I think. Yeah. Or the eyes. M. M yeah. M minimalist. M N L. Go check out his band for sure. M S T. They're tight. Very talented group. Um, but yeah, that new Youth Fountain album, mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk more about it after the podcast. Got it. Because I haven't actually checked it out yet myself. Well, the whole there's a lot of things I'm yet. slacking on. There are a lot of things I'm kept fucking up on. same, dude. Fucking like, I'm same. kept up on a lot of things. Like there's you know bands that I've never thought I would actually listen to ever in my life. Like um, I'm big on Casey Musgraves now. I heard an interview with her about her newest album, and she actually did a pretty insane mushroom trip, and it changed it's, her life. It after seems that way because she getting did, out of her last relationship. It was like she did um, an, a weird like Paramount Plus movie experience yeah. too, and it seems like it's very trippy. So yeah. it just only makes sense. I checked it out a little bit, but I, I dug it. I think it's great. I was like, yeah. I never thought I'd be into like that one hundred like that country pop country yeah. sort of vibes, and here I am. I was like, love that album. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then to go back to your thing with being friends or whatever, just yeah. cause like, um, so, um, cool. I can, I can scoot forward too. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's like, I feel like I met real friends when we went to see them at seventh circle. Oh really? Like, I feel like that's where I like first met them. Cause I was like their first like quote. No, actually that was their second time here. Cause I remember they opened up for census fail check the at the marquee. I have a census fail story for you, dude. Okay, I'll go on to that too. And then the same thing happened with Seaway. It was their very first time here, um, and they played Seventh Circle, and it was with um, Have Mercy and Major League. And it was like a it was like a weird February show, so it was like snowing and whatnot. And I feel like nobody was coming out. 
And I was just like, hey, I'm going to bring you guys, like, burritos and stuff like that. Rest in peace. Have mercy. Right. Um, so I was just like, hey, I'm going to bring you guys, you know, burritos because you guys made this big, long trip out. Um, and I just Damn, kind of – I was like, I, I met them and um, just became not – I would say tight, but not, like, super tight. Like, yeah. Um, I talked to Adam, I feel like, the most, which is their bassist. But he also does the, you know, tour – or he does, like, tour managing or, you know, sound for a bunch of bands. Like, he does Neck Teeps sound oh, okay. or, or their, you know, sets up their equipment or something like that. Nice. Um, so it just kind of varies, which I think is still really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So you just, like – meet these bands when they're small and then yeah i was like uh as it is was a big one. Oh yeah that was patty walter's band mm-hmm. huh? yep uh them and shit. uh rome okay because they both came like they were both playing either it was the marquee or the uh black sheep like forever ago and once again i just brought them burritos from my work and i was just like hey you know i'll just bring these to you guys we'll grab a drink afterwards or you know whatever um because i'd like to make friends and yeah. i was like cool and now it's like technically all the friends that I made that were in as it is are no longer in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, are they still going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it is Ali, Patty, and I think Ronnie is their guitarist. So I just know it's them three. I know they definitely yeah. got a new drummer and probably another guitar to play back up. Um, yeah. They just put out a new song or a couple new singles. Um, one of them. Uh, it was like IDAFG or I don't give a fuck or whatever the hell you pronounce it. They got like a million streams already for it. And I was like, cool. I Damn. was like, so yeah, I was like, they're doing awesome. But I was like, I just like, I know Patrick, the drummer that I made friends with, he's now a fireman. Um, and then Ben, uh, the guitarist, he has a solo project called Bleak Soul. Oh, okay. Um, and it's definitely not pop punk at all. Um, very like an indie sort of thing. Um, it's good. It's very, yeah. very mellow, but it's good. Have you heard, uh, what I was saying before was I was doing one of the solo casts and somebody told me about, uh, this new like pop punk super group called Rational. Oh, ra- yeah. Rationale or yeah. Yeah. I hadn't heard about them until a little couple days ago or whatever. And it has like Dan from Real Friends and Joe from... It's Joe. Knuckle Puck. It's Joe and Ryan from Knuckle Puck. So Ryan oh, also okay. being in Home Safe or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, Joe. Pl- as far as I know, I think Joe plays guitar for it, um, and sings, and then Dan plays bass and sings, and then Ryan's playing drums, okay. and it's just them three. And they actually just put out a new LP. Um, it's awesome. So yeah, it is a very cool like concept where it's like it was like real friends and Knuckle Puck coming together and yeah. doing like these awesome awesome songs. And I was hoping, like, when they came back a while ago um, with the Wonder Years, I was like, hey, are you guys going to play some Rationale songs? He's yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I mean, <laughs> Real Friends and Knuckle Puck only did, like, 50 tours together. So it makes sense. I, I was like, thought both, it was they're, crazy. They're all from Chicago. Like, I, like, Knuckle Puck and Real Friends are from Chicago. I didn't even think about that. So that's why. Um. Did you ever hear that song? I think it was when they did the first Sad Summer Tour or something like that. You're on low powdery mode. I know, dude. <laughs> Are you still going? It might have paused. Um, 
But I think it was the first Sad Summer tour. I can't remember. Uh, it had like the main Real Friends and Knuckle Puck. Mm-hmm. And they released a song called The Drugs that was a cover. And like, I think Joe and Dan and John from the main all sang on it. Yeah. And it's a Weatherbox song. Got it. Have you ever listened to Weatherbox? I know who they are, yeah. Um, I feel like, like it's I... just so insane because they're like such a small band. Right. I feel like I saw Weatherbox live too. You probably did if you went to the Front Bottoms Marquee show. Then yep. Went after yep. Talent of the Hawk came out. Yep, sure did because I got my cassette <sighs> signed by them. I miss the Front Bottoms, dude. They're still a thing. They're just I know they are. They're just different. terrible. The first time I saw them was when they opened for Motion City Soundtrack back in 2012 i was like i feel like i was at that one too and i was like oh my god this band is incredible and i remember like going up they were the first band that played and i mm-hmm. went up to their merch thing after they played and i stood there and i talked to <clears throat> brian and i can't remember the drummer's name i, I want to say it's matt i think yes it is matt and they like signed my cd and stuff but i remember telling them and i was right i told them you guys are gonna be huge and I was fucking right. I was like, that's an awesome feeling. Um, I wish they weren't as huge because they suck now. <laughs> yeah, they do. I, I was, was like, I haven't been a fan of almost everything they've put out since. Uh, that album they put out wasn't terrible. Which one? I was Going like, Gray, I think. I didn't like that one. They I, had that's like where, that's where I stopped. I was like, I gave, I, I own it. Peace Sign was and, like a and, good song, but and I was just like, that. nope. And I was like, this is not good. I was like, and then they the put Rose up... EP was like the last really good thing. Yeah, I think so too. Because it had like all those old songs redone. I just feel like they went too into drugs. Maybe. Like, like, and they sing about it. Like that's in their lyrics. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, that's fine. I'm just like, it's just, I feel like it's not as good anymore because you guys are clearly fucked up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. It definitely their own, lost a little bit of in- innocence. But I was just like, I mean, like they would talk about, you know, getting high and getting drunk. And I was like, cool. I mean, all... they've kind of always. Well, done I know that, they always but... did that, but they, <laughs> I felt like they went like tenfold. Yeah. Like they literally just like went like, okay, now we're just going to do nothing but mushrooms and yeah. acid. And I'm like, drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Don't okay. do drugs. Okay. Especially not weeds and mushrooms. I was like, I will stick to my water. If it ain't from King Supers, don't do it. <laughs> what if your listeners are from, you know, somewhere Safeway? else? And they don't have... Safeway's not, like, worldwide or regional-wide. No, I know. There's, like, like, there's like King Supers, and then there's Vons, and then there's Kroger. Kroger is King. Kroger are die, bitch. Kroger is King. But... You're a, a straight-edge fella. I am now, yep. I think that's awesome, man. Yep. I was like, uh, I, was like I had a problem recognized it and i was like need a change so yeah. i did that on my own and i was like i think music a lot and i was like even when it's still like the pop punk thing or yeah, actually like straight edge hardcore i just think you know it's cool that there are other people that are like either suffering from addiction or need a change and realize that and want to better themselves and yeah possibly other people so it's crazy how like a lot of hardcore bands like people write them off as like oh why do they sound so angry there's something in it but then you like look at some of the lyrics like i really love uh it prevails mm-hmm. um 
You mean I prevail? No. It, it prevails. prevails. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. <clears throat> but they have a song called The Task, and it's, like, pretty fucking heavy. But, like, if you look at the lyrics, it's, like, one of the most fucking positive yeah. self-improvement songs I've ever heard. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a weird juxtaposition. Um, anyway. You want to hear my senses fail story? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, so, I do. <laughs> for those who don't know, I'm really excited to tell this story. For those who don't know, I detail cars for a living. And Did they bring their van into you? No. Oh. Even better. <laughs> so I got this car. It was a black Volvo XC90, I believe. And I'm As going through any it. Any of us know what that means. Oh, some people might. Car guys. <laughs> car girls. Um, car anyway, people. I'm vacuuming. And I, uh, under the driver's seat, there was like four senses fail picks. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. So I picked them up, put them in my pocket. Because this was a trade-in. <laughs> and uh, finished vacuuming. And I was like, I wonder if I know this person. You know, if they have all these senses fail picks, like... I know a lot of people in the music scene. Maybe I know this person. And they had left their registration in, in the, the car, car when they traded it in. And it was like uh, the owner of this car is, I can't remember his official name, but it was Buddy from Census Fail, the nice. lead singer, slash Census Fail Sucks LLC. And I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> I thought that was so fucking tight. And like out of all the dudes in the shop, like nobody else would have known uh-huh. who Senses Fail was. And they probably would have just vacuumed up the guitar picks. But like, you know, what are the odds that I would do his car? Does he know that? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Should I have told him? <coughs> He's coming Sent next week. He is? Yeah. Like Senses Fail is? Yeah, twice. The fifth and the sixth. Damn. Did you watch that thing they did in... Uh, Joshua Tree? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty fucking sick. It was cool. I love them. I always forget how much I like them. I love them so much. And I think also, uh, like, Buddy is another reason. Like, you know, being clean and sober is an, another reason because he's now clean and sober. And I think it's great because yeah. he was fucked up. And he realized He's that. been through some shit. And he's been through some shit. And I think that's awesome. So, like, I think that's why I love Census Fail so much. Like, because he would always talk about, you know being an outcast, being fucked up, being in this horrible place, and we've all been there, and I feel like, you know, that's, like, music is just, like, the greatest thing where you can be that outlet, where you feel like you're not alone no matter what yeah. mood you are in. You've been happy, sad, um, absolutely, ex- you know, angry, whatever. There's like, a song for that. There's a song for that. Yeah. And if there's not, make one up. I sing every little thing. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't sound good, but I can sing everything because it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> And I know there's there's probably a lot of people who will resonate with you on that, but I feel like, and I've talked about this a lot, um, more and more people do not have that same mindset with music. And like one thing that I've always thought was like super cool about you is like, I mean, you listen to a lot of vinyl. Like that's your main. I have a lot of. That's vinyl. how you listen to music when you're at home, pretty much. And like you post pictures of it, and like when you get new vinyls and stuff like that. Um, and I just like, it's gonna sound weird, but it's, it's like something weird. I admire about you is that you put those on because you're like not really like you're not skipping songs or anything. Like you're just. 
honestly like back in the day when you bought a cd or mm-hmm. a record and you brought it home and put it on the sole purpose of what you were doing was checking out that record it yep. wasn't putting it on on Shuffle. the iHome and then going about your business yep. you know what i mean it was you were lasered in and listening to every fucking song yeah so that is a great feeling honestly um anytime i get a new record um i also like i love supporting music um so a physical copy of whatever is yeah. you know huge to a Same. band i don't know necessarily how much they get por- portion wise but i know it definitely helps whereas you know streaming does for sure but i just feel like there's something super aesthetically pleasing about actually owning Absolutely. something physical where yes. you're popping it on a record player listening to it in full where you're not skipping songs and you're just like you're intaking every little bit of music every note every yeah. every song every lyric um it's awesome like um i always love getting records especially when they have like you know a cool variant where they're you know they're not just black anymore they're like um I yeah got, like i just got turnstiles glow on their new album and on an orange vinyl i think it's awesome like it's an extra part of the creative process yeah you know what i mean yeah and i think from like awesome writing to the colored vinyls and shit but like i was saying that's just I feel like it's something that's getting lost is that like overwhelming feeling when you listen to music or you hear a song for the first time and it just like feels like somebody kicked you in the gut or mm-hmm. like amps you up like it's nobody's business like and I because f- I feel like a lot of newer music um, it's a little formulaic and mm-hmm. like maybe it speaks to people right but uh you know, it's basically like, is this going to be a summer jam or not? Right. Um, you know? I was like, there are times where I'll like, because for the longest time, I didn't even have a streaming service. I didn't do Spotify. I didn't do Apple Music. I didn't do Pandora or yeah. anything like that. I would solely listen to physical copies of records, whether it be in like an actual vinyl or a CD, because um, I would like to listen to it in full. I hate shuffling music. I think that defeats the purpose, especially when, you know, if you know a song that you've heard before bleeds into the next song. Oh like my it, god! Like it, Those albums are my fucking favorite because like you a, cannot skip a yeah, song. Yeah, when a song transitions, like perfect, Blink One Eighty Two self-titled. Yeah, like when a song perfectly transitions to the next, like you, I feel like you're missing something when yeah. you do that, and it sucks because like you'll have it on shuffle or something like that, and it's just like you know that one sustaining note that just perfectly goes into the next one, yes. but then it plays an entirely different song, and you're like, wow, this killed my mood. Yeah. <laughs> well, and. You know, uh, it's kind of funny that I say that just because, like, I remember... I know we've all done it. I mean, I've done it too, but there's just a better feeling when you just do it in full. Well, it's just crazy because the first uh, Blink album I ever got was the self-titled in, like, I think I was in... it It had to have been, like, 2004 or something. And I remember coming home putting it in my CD player and listening to it all the way through. And like the songs were like seamless transitions and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that was the first time I like really realized that like bands are do that. And like they, uh, you know, put albums together like that, which again, it is part of when you're skipping songs or just whatever, like you're, devaluing a little bit of the appreciation mm-hmm. for it you know what i mean because it's not easy a to write a song it's right. not an easy feat uh, let alone to like construct a whole album like that 
I don't know. It's, uh, but yeah. I and especially just, that, like, I, I think it was like, I want to say it was 2018 where every album for that year was for some reason a concept album. Oh, really? At least I think it was 2018. I don't know. Like, I know As It Is did one, uh, 21 Pilots did one. Um, I'm trying to think of what else came out that year. I know it's rough because, you know, mu- music's constantly coming out. Yeah. Um, but I just remember, like, with those, quote, concept albums, they purposely make it feel like you ha- you need to listen to it from start to finish because, at one, it tells a story, and two, it transitions, like, to, like, from one chapter to the next. Yeah. Well, you, that's what I've always loved about It's not a fucking defeat. Goosebumps choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Even though those are fun, this is not the purpose here. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, most people would just be like, oh, there's that annoying two seconds at the beginning of that song, and now the song's starting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, that's one thing I always loved about Defeater is their concepts and the stories yes. and everything. Like, I love oh, that That was another so band that played that Furnace Fest. They did? Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. And they had it in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> that I was like, they're, they already announced it, that they're going to have one next year. And I'm like, I'm totally going. I'm not missing this again. Because that lineup was stacked. I mean, it sounds like it might be worth the trip. But, like, how many people do you think heard about that lineup or heard their friends talk about it or whatever and are like, next year? Like, next year, it's going to be fucking nuts. Uh, like this year, this year looked nuts because I had friends that went and they posted videos about yeah. it, and I was like, "Holy shit, this looks insane!" Like, yeah, it sounds cool. It was like it looked awesome. Um, for everybody on Instagram, uh, if you want to check out the rest of this interview, you're gonna have to listen to the audio. Because um, Jake's phone's almost dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. All, all that good stuff. So uh, thank you to everybody who tuned in. <laughs> um, I, yeah. no, I think you should be okay. But uh, yeah, that, that Furnace Fest did sound fucking, did sound tight for sure. We're going to go live on Facebook now. Oh, are we? Did you put it in low power mode already? Is that a thing? Yeah. So go into your settings. <laughs> I thought you were not technically. No, I know. So go to battery. <laughs> I'm glad this made the podcast. If everyone needs to know, here's a quick tutorial on how to put your phone in low battery mode. Go to settings, press battery. Okay. And then there is a low battery low power mode. mode. What yep. does that do? How did... It uh, decreases your background time and, uh, you know, if you didn't have, you know, every app open too, that would probably help. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So only the ones that you're using until you need to get to a charger. Um, if you're like Jake here, he has, oh my God. I told you that I have 112 <laughs> unread texts. You think my fucking app usage is going to be any different? He had. I'm really sorry to the people who are just listening. He had to this. 14 apps in. Probably, yeah. And one of them was a timer and the calculator app. <laughs> well, you know what? I like math and time. Uh, math is time. All right, now we're live on Facebook. People, we're just going live, 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 live. And now if you're just checking to the screen, I just popped open an Izzy Lemonade. Izzy Lemonade sponsored me. You can find them at Costco. Oh, that is tasty. Uh, that is tasty. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're pretty good. I like the blackberry I haven't, I haven't one. Had the, I haven't had the lemonade ones before. Yeah. I have the normal ones. I don't think anybody's watching us on Facebook yet. It's okay, because um, Facebook blows. <laughs> Facebook I, dude, does blow. Dude, I haven't been on Facebook in forever. Preparation but... H does feel good on, on the, the whole. whole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad that there are so many people who do not get the Austin Powers like references yeah. that I throw out all dude, the time. Dude, I got you. Believe me, I got you. There has been a reason that we've been friends for 11 years. Like for some <laughs> reason, I always feel compelled to go, I just hope that my wire fighting team is ready. When fat bastards. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's... Uh, what do you want to cycle through next? What? You know what? I'm just going to turn off this live. Fuck it. All right. No live. Audio only. Yeah. Listen to the sexy, sultry sounds of our voices, even though mine probably sounds like goofy. And... Nah. <laughs> I'm definitely not posting that little shit storm. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get to the, the nitty gritty of shit. Okay. Let's get in the nitty gritty. Well, Here, just like turn my ba- different back. questions. Turn you my know head what I mean? backwards. Get ready for the. Because people, the people like listening to music conversations sometimes okay um my ex definitely didn't but that's okay a lot of people want to listen to i feel like especially with you and me or like when i talk to people about music like especially when we have so much in common like Uh in terms of the music how we consume the music and stuff like if you're just a regular listener who's just checking it out or whatever a lot of that shit like we threw out a lot of names and shit we did and if you do want to go back and listen to them i highly suggest yes we have not talked about any bad bands i don't think uh i did throw out a couple but they weren't technically bad they just got that way they got bad (laughs) all right so my first question i guess it's kind of music related because uh i know you do have your synthesizer correct I have a micro Korg. Yes, I do. Hell yeah. Is that, and you also have a, a uke? I do have a uke as well. I do okay. I do have two basses and a guitar. Actually, I have two guitars. That's right. I but I was like, I just don't have technically a setup. Like, yeah. I have just one 15-watt bass amp oh, that okay. I've had since middle school. I hear you. So I was like, I don't have any of my pedals anymore. I don't have my, like, my, my half stack or anything like that. My buddy kept it, and I think it's kind of crap, but yeah. it's not like I had any place to put it, so whatever. I hear you. Um, so, yeah, I was just asking that because the question I was going to ask is uh, if you could do anything, like what would you do if money were not an issue? You know what like, I mean? What like what do I want to do with like a dream job? Or yeah, like, like dream job or like even maybe not even a job, just like. like what do I want to do with, with my yeah, life? In you a, have in unlimited sense? money and you could do whatever you want after that. I want to piss on Elon Musk. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's, um, that's tight. <laughs> I he do, seems I like, like he might be into I it. I do kind of want to fight Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, like, honestly. Like, that sounds like a lot of fun. But <laughs> that's just, just a three-way brawl? No, them two versus me. Yeah. Yeah, but not a three-way. Like, they would, like, tag team, and I just knock the shit out of both of them. Because they're billionaires? Yeah, and it's bullshit. Because <laughs> no one... I was like, I can't pull the facts or anything, but I was like, ideally, no one should be a billionaire. Yeah. Ideally, no one should be a billionaire. Um, But if money were no issue, 
whatever like that. I wouldn't mind just having like a nice cottage somewhere, like a wood yeah. cottage just out in the mountains, just minding my own business and just doing what I do now. Like hopefully having an internet connection, playing video games and listening Damn. and listening to music. I was like, I really don't want like too much. I don't really aspire to be that much anymore because I just it's not that I don't care, it's just like with the world being as it is, it's just kind of fucked up and I just don't think anything I do can make a quote difference. I'm not saying I'm yeah. giving up. I'm just saying like if I had given the opportunity, I would just like live my life the way I do now, just secluded somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that definitely, I mean, that's something I've wanted for years and years. Like I've always said, like if I won the lottery or when I get famous, like I'm definitely going to have like a house, cottage, whatever in the mountains, preferably by a creek. And it's going to have a walkout basement that's going to have a recording studio in it. What the fuck is a walkout basement? That's where you like walk down to the basement and then it has like a sliding glass door that you can walk out. Okay, I just didn't know that was the term for it. It's a thing. Look it up. <laughs> no, I know what it is because I've been in those walkout oh, basements okay. then. I just didn't know that was what it was called. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, no, like I would love to have like a giant house. Not like a giant house, but like I would like a four bedroom, like five bath house. Yeah. And then, you know, have it like... A, in the mountains. In, a, in the mountains, two Absolutely. car garage where I'd have, you know, a practical car like a Subaru because it's mm-hmm. Colorado and then a fucking DeLorean. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've always wanted a DeLorean, man. <laughs> I should have written more Back to the Future questions. Dude, if you can just think some off, feel free, because I got you. I was like, I was like, there's, I a, there's a lot. I was like, we can talk about whatever. Do too. you, well, are they like your favorite movies? Like if somebody oh, asked you your favorite movie, I always say the Back to the Future trilogy. That would, yes, that would be in a top three. Do you get sure. shit for that? Because I get a lot of shit uh, for that. Not to my knowledge. I was like, those are fantastic movies. Because like my top three, like when people ask like top three favorite movies or whatever, like I consider a trilogy. is like one movie, especially Back to the Future because it's like a more of a like continuous it, it was story. Like it's, it's like seamless. Well, I guess all trilogies are. Pretty much continuous ish 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 i would what say ish well it was like in like star wars the original like four five six it's not like it's oh, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. it's simultaneous yeah it doesn't pick up like right where it left off that's true back to the future totally does yeah like literally the end of one is the start of two like they read even though it. they replaced marty's girlfriend did you know why she got sick, didn't she? Her the first one, her fa- or her, her mom. Her mom got sick. Oh, okay. or her family. Somebody in her family got sick, so she okay. went and stopped and got and took care of them. Okay, yeah, and uh, fucking Michael J. Fox or whatever was working on that show at the same time, so they had to like, what was the show called? Save was it Saved by the Bell? No, he was not in Saved by the Bell. Okay, whatever show Michael J. Fox was in. They had to film most of Back to the Future at night because he would be doing the show during the day. Kind of crazy. There was a, I don't remember the original actor that was supposed to play uh, Marty. I know of somebody. Yeah, not not as iconic for sure. Yeah, it was weird. Um, And then Doc Brown, he was doing mostly like theater, wasn't he? Like theater something acting like, something like that. i know that's like all he does now 
Yeah. I was like, I don't even know if he does anything now to be more or less like. I heard I a podcast with him. I don't know. I listen to so many podcasts that I really sometimes need to get on it. it just like starts to blur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of shit for that because like my favorite movies are like Back to the Future trilogy, The Hangover trilogy, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, uh, The Matrix. So you're literally like all your favorite movies have to are are trilogies. Yeah, I fucking love trilogies. I don't like not on purpose. No, but and that's fine. I, I don't. Like, Does Jurassic Park now make your no. thing too? Because that's a trilogy. <laughs> no, I uh, for some reason that never clicked for me. I don't know why. I don't like Jurassic Park either. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of shit for Back to the Future just because people think it's cheesy. It is cheesy. Yada yada yada. But also, so was most of the fucking movies in the eighties. Yes. Absolutely. Like, literally, you could not name a movie that in the 80s that was not cheesy in some sort of manner. I know there are plenty that are, quote, you know, like a drama film. Like, yeah. You know, St. Elmo's Fire, for instance. Let's just throw that one. But in effect, that is a little cheesy. Yeah. I was like, I love that movie, but it is a little cheesy. I get it. Um, but, yeah, it's just crazy. Or The Breakfast Club or any John Hughes movie. Those yeah. are still cheesy. Yes, they're iconic, but they're cheesy still. Yeah. Ending movies cheesy if you think about it. Yeah, if you, like, I've, if you really I do this nit- thing. If you really nitpick yeah. at it, any movie is cheesy. Like, sometimes when I'm watching a movie or a show, something, will, like, a switch will flip in my brain, mm-hmm. and I'll start seeing the people as actors. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And, like, sometimes it makes me, like, really respect the actors more, and sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, they're just playing a part. Did you uh, did you ever watch that show Lucifer? No, I I, I watched like an episode or two. Um, it's amazing, dude. There's so many shows that people have told me to watch, and I'm just like, okay, and I add it to my list, and then I never fucking pick it up. See, or, I always say I add it to the list, but there's no fucking list, dude. I add it to my list. My list on Netflix is huge, but I never, I rarely get on Netflix anymore. I watch, I just watch the same shit over same. and over again. It's dependable. It's like. I order the same thing at a restaurant every time. I don't like being disappointed, okay? I don't like being surprised, and I don't like being disappointed. But uh, I really want to get a Back to the Future tattoo. I have one. I know, but I can't remember what it is. It's, um, oh my God, it's Lorraine in the 80s, like as the mom. It's like her face, and then in the face, it's got the clock tower and then it's got a hoverboard with the, and then also the errors. You're my, you're my, ma, my, my. I love that but, part. But you're so hot. <laughs> Get your damn. You know what I used to, I used to say all the fucking time, and I should probably start doing it again just for shits and giggles. But I this always used to. No. Oh. I used to always say, like, especially to girls, but just, like, people in general, I'd go up to them and go, you are my density. I mean, my destiny. <laughs> I love that fucking part. My favorite line, I think, in that entire movie, like, the whole oh, franchise, too. is, this is heavy. Here's that word again. Heavy. Is there something wrong, wrong with, with the Earth's gravitational, gravitational pull? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, that joke is so so seamless it's great um i just i've had it forever and i just started like re-watching it for the first time in a long time um they had that back to the future animated series i never watched it it's horrible but did you know they had a shitty video game too 
Probably. Like, like it was a what, shitty PlayStation game? Probably. I, oh, was it like the PS4 game? Or do you mean like an original PlayStation game? Because I know they did a PS4 game that I never I actually checked remember. out. Okay. But with the animated series, it's like Jules and Vern. Like mm-hmm. his sons are in it and they're like, yeah. they're doing like these random adventures throughout time and whatnot. And then they do experiments at the end. The real cool part at the experiments is the end. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, <laughs> is the one doing them. So, like, you know, um, Doc Brown is actually doing it. Like, he does, like, a voice um, at the very – or he does, like, a playthrough in the first episodes, and then they cut to the cartoon. Yeah. I just think it's kind of fun. It's terrible, but it's fun. Yeah, I don't know. That's another one of those things where it's like, you got this trilogy. It's perfect. Just kind of so leave it. Let it alone. But, no, the other, uh, like – scene that i was gonna bring up is uh in the second one where marty goes back to 1985 and it's the alternate 1985 and he goes oh doc it's or what does he say doc we're in hell and uh fucking he goes it's not hell we're not in hell but it's not far from and it's like well, no fucking shit stupid <laughs> like i don't know i it cracks me up because it's so goofy but it's like people say that all the th- like we're in hell or this is like hell blah 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 so no, we're not far from what <laughs> so cottage in the mountains mm-hmm. just living that simple life yeah it just sounds Easy. I was like... With was like, 18 kids. No. Hard pass. Any kids? No kids. You never want kids? Not anymore. You don't want to bring them into this perfect world? <clears throat> exactly. Okay. Exactly. It changed. I was like, I don't want kids anymore. It may still change again. I'm still young. I technically can still have them, whatever. Yeah. But I was just like, I don't want a kid anymore. It just sounds like regardless of me like actually raising them correctly, no matter what you know, was given their opportunities, however they're raised. I just feel like this world is way too fucked up to actually bring a new life into that. A lot of people say it's selfish because you're doing it for you, not, you know. Okay. Well, like (laughs) having a kid is selfish. A lot of people say that because the world is so fucked up and blah, 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 you know. Well, I mean, that's... If it is, it's a personal cares? decision. It's, it is. is all it is. It's like if it is selfish, who cares? That's yeah. Obviously, you, you're, everyone's selfish, regardless if they're actually going to yeah. say it or not. They are selfish because people look out for themselves, and that's okay. But I mean, yeah. there are times where you know you need to do the right thing, and it's like if you know having the children or you know uh, you know just being nice to someone. Fuck. Yeah. I feel like that's like with or having a different opinion from somebody. Like, yeah. why is that an issue? When somebody and I have differing opinions about something, I go, oh, that's just, like, what that person thinks, and I think what I think. Like, there's no... I don't have a fucking problem with it. And, like, I'm not a political person, so I don't really talk politics with people, Mm -hmm. but... I don't either. I try to stay out of it because it's way too touchy. Well, the only thing I'll say about it is I've never voted never registered to vote that's okay it took me forever until last year you say that but somebody had told me when trump got elected that i was the reason trump got elected because i didn't vote for hillary clinton but when biden got elected 
I asked this person, I said, so am I responsible for the good guy winning this time because I didn't vote? And she was like, it doesn't work like that. I'm like, okay, well, beg to differ. But like, the thing is, as long as you're nice to people and you're a good person and not like hateful or whatever, uh, you should be able to have differing opinions. Right. Yeah. That don't negatively impact somebody else's temporary existence on this planet. Yeah. I was like, it sucks. There's, I feel like there's a lot of hatred in this world. And I mean, people are, you know, have their justifications and stuff like that to be angry but i feel like yeah we're all human we make mistakes a lot of them a lot of us are you know trying to appeal for those and be better people exactly and if we're trying to let the people know that we've wronged in the past or whenever yeah i was like i feel like we need to you know not forgive and for, like forgive and forget but not you know necessarily forgive like just or not forget sorry i had yeah. that backwards like still forgive like acknowledge yes, acknowledge that you know we made the mistakes where it's like people yeah. are trying to better themselves always and if they're not then fuck them yeah. and that's fine if they continue to be a piece of shit and they're not doing anything you know positive or impactful in a, you know in a better manner then fuck them screw them kill them yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah i uh i but, hear you but I mean, yeah one thing i do want to say though just so everybody knows um you know sometimes people do feel strongly about certain topics because of catastrophic things that have happened in their life so i just want to make sure that everybody knows i'm not trying to downplay that because like there are certain things that some people go through that i will never understand that is yes like and we don't need to necessarily yeah. talk about those subjects, but no. we know that we're we understand in, exactly. in a sense, and we acknowledge, you know, where everything could be like that. So we're, we're not, yeah. Once again, try not to downplay it and make it seem like yeah. you've been through these horrible experiences. Where we're like, oh, just push it off because that's not the case. I understand that things are, you know, super bad, and they can't, you know, always get fixed. We've yeah. I've been through those traumatic experiences myself, and yeah. you know, but I mean, like, we still need to, you know grow and kind of better ourselves in the end of the day um I, even though it may still haunt and hurt yeah i i agree and it's really hard when uh you know when you're going through something and like you want to be the person who says this when you're on the other side but when you're going through something and somebody tells you like it'll get better Maybe it happened for a reason. Like when somebody says maybe it happened for a reason, yeah. I a just want to lose my fucking shit no. because like I don't, you know, as I've gotten older, I started using this phrase or whatever, just the universe, if the universe, blah, 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 blah. I don't put all my eggs in that fucking basket of hoping that the universe is looking out for me because at the end of the day, Life is a game. Once you realize it's a game and there are ways to get through it, to be successful and do this, that, and the other thing, then, you know, it, it gets a little easier. But also I've just started thinking, like, is life really as complicated as we make it out to be? Like all the overthinking and shit like that and, like... God, I overthink a lot. <laughs> and, and I mean, I know it's, it's fucking same, dude. I can't even tell you, but... Um, 
I know that there are a lot of fucking sociopaths with ulterior motives and shit like that, but like maybe some people are just telling you exactly how it is and I don't know. I just feel like sometimes like maybe life isn't as hard as we make it. You know, but people think that there's a deeper this, that and the other thing. But uh yeah, I get I get what you're uh what you're saying about getting better for sure. Yeah. And I'm I'm definitely trying to do that every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I give advice on this podcast or to people and I say these positive things, I always make sure to tell them that I'm not perfect and I will fuck up and I'll be in your position or whatever. I'm going to have bad days. Right. A hundred percent. We all do. It's just like, uh, you know, when I mess up on stage, sometimes I'll say it out loud, but in my head I always go and it's going to happen again. I can guarantee that I am going to fuck up again (laughs) at some point. Like it's inevitable. Yes. I fuck up all the time. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's the only way you learn so what are your plans for the future i know you said you gotta i was gonna say are you a, going to a lot of these shows or there's just a lot of shows there's coming a lot of to there's a lot of shows that i plan on going to so the next one that i know 100 that i will go to um this saturday the menzingers are going to be playing the marquee is that how you pronounce that yeah for some reason, I thought it was the Menzingers. Menzingers? Menzingers. 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 That's a dumb name. <laughs> the Menzingers. The Menzingers. It's definitely not now as easy like to me, say as the Backseaters. Now you're making me like double-guess myself. I'm pretty sure it's the Menzingers. I know what band you're talking about. Anyway, they're amazing. I love them. Yes. So they're playing, technically they're playing Friday in Fort Collins, uh, Saturday at the Marquee. And then Sunday, they're playing the Black Sheep. And I'm trying to go to the Black Sheep show as well. But I haven't gotten tickets to that one yet. But I don't know. So there's that one. Um, The 5th of next month, so technically tomorrow, um, is the Bayside 21 Years of Bad Luck Tour. So it's Bayside, Census Fail, um, Hawthorne Heights. I did not realize that Bayside's been around that long. mm -hmm. And that's just bad luck. I think they've been around for probably like 25 years or so now. Damn. If not, maybe longer. I don't know. I not. I wasn't a huge Bayside fan. But yeah, so but. they added a second date because that fifth date sold out. So they're playing the sixth too. I can't remember where the sixth is offhand, but I know also October 6th, Angels and Airwaves is coming. Fuck, I totally forgot. That's probably fucking sold the uh, fuck out. Huh? I haven't heard, but it's not out yet because I haven't gotten tickets and I'm still planning on going. So Is it at the Fillmore? Yep. So I doubt it's going to sell out. And if it does, good for them, but I don't think it will. I really want to go. So, I mean, we'll go. I'm going. So let's Hell go. yeah. <laughs> let's get fucking tickets. Uh, when is it? October? Ne- next Wednesday, the 6th. Okay. I think. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, it's like, I know it's the 6th, but I don't know what the date of the week that is. Um, hold on. I think that'll be a Friday. Let me see. Give me two seconds. I have a list. I have a list. Um, and then after that, <clears throat> oh, the, whoops, it's the 10th. Is that the, is a big fucking list, dude. I got, it got smaller because I cross out the dates that I've already been to. <laughs> yeah. Um, the 10th is the pure noise horse. So state champs, four years strong, real friends, bearings, and just friends. 
That oh yeah, I forgot that. Oh, so bearings I, is another is, band I got so, into this so year. That's another one that I'm really excited for. Fuck. Um, Knocked Loose added a, an off date on their weird-ish tours that they're playing. Where's um, that Pure Noise tour gonna be? Summit. Okay. So that'll be super fun. Um, October twentieth. That was the day I was mixing up. I was mixing up the tenth and the twentieth. The twentieth is uh, Thrice and Touche Amore. Um, and that's the rest for October. And then November is a big one. The 11th, 12th, and 13th is every time I die. <laughs> Are you going to all three of those? I don't know if I'm actually going to. I think I'm only going to go to one. Yeah. And it's the one in the Springs. Because they're playing Fort Collins, the Springs, and then Grand Junction. Oof. And I'm like, I'm not going to Grand Junction. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I would love to, because I love every time I die. And oh my God, they're going to put out one of the best albums of the year for sure. Yeah. Radical. Oh my God. Huh. It, I was like, I did. They have their singles that they put out. I love it. Their latest one's called Planet Shit. Dude, that opening riff is so good. I never took the time to listen to them. They're. I, I don't know why. It's okay. I was like, yeah. they're definitely one of my favorite like hardcore bands like ever. I, I think they're super talented. I think they have great like hobbies. Yeah. Because um, like uh, Jordan does like, you know, his artist stuff and then keith was the lead singer the one that like killed his wife or is that a different band uh, a different or like hired a hitman to kill his wife or something i, think it's, I don't I, I, so I the, don't <laughs> the vocalist for every time i die did not hire a hitman to kill his wife but i know a vocalist for some heavy band or whatever uh that was like a thing I feel like I vaguely hear about, or now I remember what. You're and I feel about like too, their but. name starts with an E, but hmm. sounds like you got a lot of. There, there's more. So like the 16th of November is the Midnight. I don't know if you ever got into them. They're, mm-hmm. they're like they're like a synthwave band. Okay. They're really fun, um, but that's also there's another hardcore show that same night. And I'm like, shit, I kind of yeah. want to go to that. It's like Burials, Kublai Khan. Wait, no, not Kublai Khan. That's a different show. Burials. Oh, Unity TX. Um, they're awesome. They're kind of like a, almost like a Rage Against the Machine. Oh, nice. In a, in a sense, because they're like hardcore and they have rap on, on top of it. Yeah. I think it's a really cool concept. Um, Koyo is another like really good pop punk band, actually. Like pop Kodeo? punk. Koyo? Koyo. K O Y O. Okay. They're like, they're on Triple B, um, like kind of like pop punk emo. Fucking awesome. I am so behind on all this music. It's okay. Neck Deep's coming around again, too. Yeah. Um, and then December, I was thinking about going to a Treyu. I only ever liked one song by them. That's a shame. It was like Right Side of the Bed, I think. I love that song, though. That's probably yeah. one of my favorite songs, too, actually. That's a great song. <laughs> um, and then next, next, next year's got some good shows, too. But that's like bigger bands. Yeah. Like... Um, I shit you not. I did not expect this to happen, and I'm totally excited. I got floor tickets to go see Dua Lipa and Megan The Stallion. <laughs> I don't know who either of those. Really? Are. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know Meg The Stallion. The, no. The WAP song. I thought Cardi B wrote that. It's with Cardi B. So yes. So technically, it's their song. Whatever. I didn't like that WAP song. <laughs> I didn't like that their WAP song. I didn't, I didn't like um, how much they were talking about the Chinas. <laughs> so I don't uh, care if you got a leaky China. 
don't sing songs about it. <laughs> Kidding, everybody. Sing songs about your... Dude, macaroni in a pot. Gina's. That's a wet-ass pussy. I never <laughs> thought about it like that. That's what they are. That's one of the lyrics. You think I... <laughs> Somebody tried to show it to me once. I listened to... 20 seconds before my brain went no mas it, it it's it's a lot to handle if you don't listen to the you know the new i guess the new wave of rap music yeah i was like i, I can understand like i was like because there is a artist i like called uh his name's hot boy mm, i'm not familiar i'll show you his show. okay it's sure um but yeah so i was like there's a lot of shows upcoming and i know there's no, obviously more to come but i was like those are the ones that i'm planning on going to so quite a few like i've already seen let's see i went to the last one i went to was youth of today i saw hello goodbye recently so that was interesting here in your arms that was i thought that was like they're gonna be their last song yeah and it was like an encore song but they had like a second set because they did like a weird 10-year tour for an album which it actually even wasn't like 10 years do you like the band camino I know who they are, but don't listen to them. For those just listening, I just major eye roll. Major Trevor, eye roll. I love like the band. Into an, another existence. Oh, and another band called Nightly. Definitely going to show you them, too. Okay. They're new bands. They're new? They're not Oasis or The Grateful Dead. That's fine. I'm glad they're not The Grateful Dead. I would have never <laughs> thought. Oasis. Just like thinking about yours and mine's history like if you would have went back to like when I was going to Warp Tour and told me like you're gonna like Oasis, no, Oasis, I would have been like, like Wonderwall, which I've said it before, I'll say it again. That is the worst <laughs> representation of their whole catalog. It's an acoustic song and they're a rock and roll band. Anyway, no, if you would have went back to me at Warp Tour 2011 and said, and like said that I was gonna like the Grateful Dead, I might have knocked my teeth out. I think you would have said the same thing if you, you would have told me about me in One Direction. Yeah. Dude, I fucking Even love five years One ago, Direction. if you told me I was going to like The Grateful Dead, I'd tell yeah, you, that is, go fuck yourself. I was like, that is kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. I don't know, dude. It's okay. There's, I mean, like... I found them through the avenue of, like, their folky album or whatever, like, Working Man's Dead, because I really like folk music, and, uh, yeah, I had w- watched the documentary, like... I'll watch documentaries of bands that I don't even like just because I like band documentaries. Speaking of band documentaries, just sorry to interrupt. There's a band oh, that's called fine. There's a band called Sparks. I don't know if okay. you've heard about them yet or whatever. Sounds familiar. Um, Edgar Wright, um, he's the guy that's done Shaun of the Dead, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Baby Driver. So he does like those are like some of my favorite movies anyway, yeah. um, too. But he did this his first documentary on this band called Sparks. So he called it the Sparks Brothers, because they actually are brothers. They go back 40 years, I think is what it is. So it was something like that, or 50 years. It was something ridiculous. Like, um, they put out 25 albums, like 355 songs. I feel like if you know, it's like the the, the main catchphrase of the, the documentary, it was like, it was called your band's favorite band. Okay, because they just like set the stage for a lot yeah, of bands. Apparently, they were a huge influence on everyone. Uh-huh. So like, um, like anybody that was coming out of Europe in that time was like, like Duran Duran was like, like got a lot of influence from yeah. Sparks. Um, 
I can't speak of like whoever else, but I know like in the in the documentary, like Beck's in there, uh, Flea, and a lot of other people. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, uh, what's his name uh, from Bleachers and Fun? Um, or I don't remember. His Some nights I stay. Not not that one. Not Nathan. The other one. The other guy. Oh, okay. I just John was... John Ant, Ant, Jack Antonin Jack something or other. Jack Ant. Jack Antonoff. Jack can't. Jack can't off. <laughs> Jack can't me off. Jack can't jack me off. I don't remember, but yeah, so like that was cool. And I was like, Jack so, me so off. I was like, <laughs> clearly. Sorry. Um. So yeah, so you'll have to check them out and be like, oh, I know this song. Because you have to. Yeah. At one point, you have to know one of their songs. Because even I okay. did. I never heard of this band ever in my life. And I was like, oh, hey, this song played in the background at my 10th birthday. I don't yeah. fucking know this, this example. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Is it on Netflix or Prime? Um, neither. Yeah. It, like it hasn't actually like officially came out yet. Like they did a theater release, but it actually. Did you go to it? Because no. I went to an Oasis one recently. That would have been cool. I yeah. did. I did the Halsey one, but it wasn't necessarily a documentary. Is she doing anything? Did she have her baby yet? Yeah. She Is did. she gonna go back to doing music and shit? She just put out a new album. Oh. I was like, I don't she, know why I even like, asked because it's not like I follow that it was music. Like she, so she. Dude, it was good. It's got fucking Trent Reznor was the producer from fucking Nine Inch Nails. Is it a rock album like everybody it, else is doing? It, I mean, more so. Like Billie Eilish is fucking grungy. Nah. I don't like Billie Eilish to I begin with. Eyelash. William it, Eyelash. William Eyelash. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was definitely like, it was still, it was definitely still Halsey, but it was a little, it was like. That the girl cl- can wail. Yeah, so this was definitely more of like like a closest thing to a, like a pop punk album that we would get from Halsey. Oh, okay. So it was really good. All, all of her albums are actually very well done. She is a very talented like writer. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was beautifully done. Um, so yeah, no, that was definitely going to be another one of the albums of the year for sure for me. I liked that song she was on on uh, MGK's album. Yeah, and I was really hoping that like she has a song that's sort of similar. That's definitely a guilty pleasure album for that me. That fucking tickets to my downfall. Jawbreaker, me. like... Dude, tell me about it. I was like, I saw Machine Gun Kelly live because he opened up for do, Fall Out Boy do, do, do. and I was just like, you know what? This sucks. I don't want to check them out. And then yeah. he puts out tickets to my downfall and I was like, fuck, this is the one of the best like pop punk... That was the craziest thing. I was like, I never thought that MGK would put out one of the best no. pop punk yeah. albums in a long time. Yeah. Did was, you watch that like film that's on YouTube? Not yet. It's was pretty like, fucking tight. I was like, I need to, yeah. but I was just like, I just can't believe him because you know I kind of hate MGK as a person. Always have. Oh yeah, for probably sure. always will. Did you know he went to Thomas Jefferson High School in Colorado for a little bit? No. Yeah. Back in the dizzy. That's crazy. I just know he's an asshole. And also, I can't stand him that he's an actor as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that The Dirt and he's and, dating. And Bird Box and SLC Punk too. Dude, fucking him and here's the thing about MGK. Yeah, that album is definitely guilty pleasure. I don't like to use this word. What a guilty pleasure? As much. No, the one I'm about to say. Oh. I don't like to throw it around because I feel like. People are a little too flippant with it. Is it the C word? Um, I mean, yeah, he's a little cunty, but I was going to say a poser. 
He's a fucking poser, man. Got He's it. trying too hard. And I saw some meme that was like, MGK said that Slipknot's a bunch of 50-year-old dudes wearing masks, and it's weird, and it's like a compilation of pictures, like how he dyed his tongue and like all his different fucking looks that he's doing, and it's like, come on, man. But at the same time, uh, like Travis Barker's real punk. You know what I mean? MGK's poser. Megan Fox is his poser girlfriend. Travis Barker's real, and I feel like Travis Barker is the puppet master of the music industry right now because he's, he's got everywhere. MGK, Travis is everywhere. Trippy Red, that Jaden dude, Kenny Hoopla. Like, he was even in a Little Lotus song too, actually. He's on so much shit. He's and I was like, I was like, I never thought of I Travis being Travis like Parker. a big like guy in the music industry just because he was just a drummer, and that's fine. I just didn't think you know technically drummers had that like, that input to wherever. Like I know he did, you know you know like the, where he's in all these songs everywhere but yeah. i never thought he would be like you know producing and making music with all these other artists yeah. like i thought it would just be like blink 182 and then when he did transplants transplants was fucking tight i was like that or when he was in plus 44 i guess technically i loved plus 44 too but i was just like i, I saw him like, on that tour where he played one one-handed nice because he had his hand broken yeah yeah so yeah no i was like i think Blink's travis is awesome i was like i'm glad it um, but I was just like, it just threw me off. So what's up? Huh? I don't know. You gave me like a look. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I just uh, looked off to the side because I'm not a huge fan of Blink-182's new music. But uh, I think they're doing well with Matt. I think it is a different I, I thought California was pretty good, but I, Nine or whatever was... I think Nine as a whole album was not their strongest yeah. by any means, but there they definitely had song. some good yeah. songs. Um but yeah, I was like, I liked, I liked California a lot. Hell, I just listened to Neighborhoods actually the other day because it hit ten yeah. years. Yeah, Neighborhoods is and a good I was just album. Like, and I was like, you know, what? I feel like everyone just shit on this album because I didn't. Well, I'm just saying, in general. But I didn't. I know. I'm glad you didn't. I like the dogs eating dogs EP too. That's a good yeah. fucking EP. Boxing Day. Boxing Day is probably one of the best. Pretty songs Little Girl ever. Pretty Little Girl's pretty great too. Um. But we just want to say real quick, we did want to talk about this, how stoked we are that Mark Hoppus is cancer-free. Yes, fuck cancer. I am so happy There's that no Mark way is here. after the year that I have had that I could take one of my heroes dying. So, yes. So, Hoppy, if you're listening, just know that Jake and I and, you know, the rest of the world fucking love you and we are super happy that you're cancer-free. There are people around the world that listen to this podcast. I'll show you the fucking analytics. Cool. It's kind of weird. That's awesome. So, yes, shout-out to you guys. So, shout-out yes. to Mark. Shout-out to you guys. Um, you know, retweet, re- repost, whatever. Yes. Share it. I want to I wanna get a shout-out from Mark from once. That would be awesome because he has definitely been Somebody hit up Mark Hoppus. Yeah, at Mark Hoppus. Because, you know, he's definitely another reason why I picked up a bass, for sure. I mean, Blink-182 shaped my whole personality. Like, they were the ones that taught me, like, oh, it's okay to not be the popular kid. You could be the kid that just talks about shits and farts and dicks. (laughs) And I was definitely that kid. (laughs) But I never took it to, like, there are some Blink fans that it's fucking annoying. You can tell they're trying to talk like Tom and they're trying, they just try way too hard. You know what I mean? They're not slipping in little dick jokes here and there. They're just like, oh, my fucking dick. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Uh, I think think that's all, uh, all my questions. At the end of the day, 
you and I could go on and we on sure and can. on. Like, I met you. So guys we should definitely. <laughs> we can definitely make it a part two. Yes. I meant. Sorry, I meant the listeners getting bored. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I I'm not bored. Like you. This is the thing about the conversation we were ha- having. Like I kind of talked about earlier, is like you're piquing my interest, and my brain just starts fucking firing at. A All thousand, <laughs> yeah. So I, I could literally sit here and uh, talk about that for hours because most people, I have to cut it short. You know what I mean, or hit bullet points with. Right. So um, I was like, I'd be more than happy to come down for a part two, part three. You know, part absolutely, part four twenty sixty nine, four twenty sixty nine. <laughs> yes, uh, I think you were the best person I could have had on for my first in-person interview. So I just want to tell you that I love you and I'm extremely grateful for you coming and doing this. This was was a blast. I was like, I'd be happy, happy, happy to come back. Hell yeah, man. Let me just know whenever. I will. Thank you everybody who listened. Thank you to the people who watched on Instagram live. Uh, The in-person interviews are fucking back, so stay tuned. Uh, You want people to follow you on Instagram? If you want to, um, it is at Prince of Kauai. Don't know why. It's cute as shit, and I'm a weeb. (laughs) If you want to throw up uh, on Twitter. it's tight. (laughs) If you want to throw up on Twitter, too, at Trash Panda Trev. (laughs) Trevor Champino. Yep, that's all. Uh, <laughs> mine is at Jake Backseaters. I think I'm gonna start posting like everything on there except for like maybe backseater stuff because like I had a Kendama Instagram, but I was like, you know what, just fucking, I'm no, just I gonna start it. doing everything. I and I appreciate that you've always supported <laughs> me. Um, always support your friends unless they're you know an asshole. <laughs> yeah, unless they're like doing something really shitty then don't support that but i talk them out of it yes talk out your friends of yes. shitty decisions but otherwise support your friends absolutely so follow trevor on instagram at prince of Kauai. follow me on instagram at jake backseaters thank you guys so much and uh we'll see you next time Cycle